Joan Breibart, Body Conversations, episode 10. This is March 29th. Eat less, move more. How many times have you heard that? Maybe thousands. This has been repeated and repeated and repeated. Now, of course, when 50% of the country is obese and another 20% almost, people are saying it doesn't work, that this formula doesn't work. And, of course, they're right. It doesn't work. It never worked. The problem is that I don't think people really understand why it doesn't work, and in fact, even worse, why it makes you gain weight, which explains why the wellness industry makes trillions and people get fatter. So why doesn't it work? Well, let's begin with eat less. That does not mean eat fewer bites or eat less volume or put less quantity in your mouth. That's not what it means. It means eat fewer calories. Now, since grammar is not something that anybody in America has uh, any expertise in, unfortunately, and they don't know the difference between less or fewer or when you use them, we say something and what people hear is to eat fewer calories. When you eat fewer calories, pretty much all the time, it means you're going to eat more quantity because you're going to be trying to eat healthy, which of course we know is vegetables, 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 and fruits, vegetables, vegetables, fruits. And if you eat anything else, of course, it's going to be manipulated to take out any fat. On the other hand, you could be going the other direction and having lots of fat. And supposedly that's going to take away your hunger. But it doesn't work either because people don't. They don't want to be limited and it's too confusing and nobody wants to just eat meat or maybe they can't even afford it. So what happens is this. You try to eat healthy, another grammatical mistake, obviously. And um, that means that you are eating more quantity. So you keep eating more quantity. That means you are stretching your stomach container, that little container or what used to be little. And then the next thing that happens is your hormones are upset, they go haywire, they're unbalanced. I, you know, I don't know what other words to use. They're so complicated. How leptin works, ghrelin, cortisol, insulin, that you know, you're not going to understand them. I don't understand them. I don't even think doctors understand them. But whatever. Why did it come that people began to recognize, and there are now articles and research, and people are paying attention to something that I thought when I first heard it decades ago that it was wrong, but now people are recognizing it's wrong. They're, they're doing it because bariatric surgery 
produces results that no one anticipated. They knew that if they reduced the stomach container, people would eat less. And of course, that meant to them that they would eat fewer calories, which is exactly what it's all been about. Calories, calories, calories. But of course, they were amazed when somebody who weighs 450 pounds, maybe the next day, and of course, who had severe diabetes, was diabetes free. They couldn't, they couldn't recognize why did this happen? Not, the person hasn't lost 200 pounds. So that was the first issue. It was happy. They were happy about it, but they didn't understand. But then the next thing, which I suppose was hard also to understand, was that they, their appetites were tamed. It wasn't just that they couldn't put so much food in, but they weren't as hungry. Now, of course, you know, it's a chicken egg thing. Is it what we really know, which is that the less you eat, the less hungrier you are. You don't feed hunger, you starve hunger. That's how people have survived forever when there have been famines and wars and concentration camps and all sorts of awful things. The body knows how to adjust when there's no food coming into it. So here we are, and all of a sudden, this marvelous calorie theory. I've never really understand how did people be so convinced of something? How could they count things? I could never believe people would be counting something they couldn't see. I mean, I can see if I'm served a huge plate of food in a restaurant, which of course now is always, you know, you don't get a plate that's, that's fewer than 50 bites when the maximum you would want on a plate would be 25. Probably that would be too much. But anyway, I mean, unless you're in a five-star restaurant. But anyway, for, for most people, that, that's never going to happen. So anyway, um, I just thought, how could people, how could they even believe that this serving was this number of calories when in fact, they couldn't see a calorie, and how did, why did they believe that the calorie counts they were told by diet companies and on the back of bottles and um, boxes and jars and whatever were correct? I don't know. Anyway, it was, I, of course, am one of these very few people who was skeptical when I heard it, and um, obviously then I didn't follow it. It wasn't until... A long time later, I mean, you know, when I began to realize that this being skeptical would lead me to understand how wrong this was. And if I were a person now who had followed it and, and done these diets and gained and lost all this weight, I'd be furious because it's been backed by the government and by, of course, business and diet companies and everybody else. So the first half of it is Eat less means eat more quantity. Hopefully fewer calories, but we now know that that is not numero uno. It is hormones and stomach size. The second part guarantees that we're talking about calories. Move more. This idea that you could torch, incinerate, burn up 
the calories that you had put in your mouth. And in fact, what do we now know? That if you are overweight, obese, carrying extra pounds, that when you exercise vigorously, strenuously, and of course that's exactly what people do because they're told that's going to torch more of them, right? And they have workouts that are beat up your body and they tell you you're burning 800 calories, right? That that does a few things. <laughs> One of them is to increase cortisol. And then it's hard to know why, but with obese people, then those levels, they don't drop the way they should. It's one thing with the cortisol up, but it has to fall down. And then that means, I think there are four times the number of cortisol receptors in the abdomen, means that the person get these messages that they're hungry and they need to eat when they do not need to eat. In fact, they may not need to eat for, for a month or even a year, but you get the messages. Then, of course, the, the exercise just, and just naturally, even thinner fat, makes you hungry. People try to pretend it doesn't, but it does. Obviously, people get injured. They have pain because it's hard to push your body, especially when you don't have a body that is um, free of extra poundage. Very hard, very difficult, not good. And then there's this whole thing with free radicals, which affect your immune system that's so complicated. I wouldn't even try to understand it. But it's been a factor in why people who are marathoners are getting uh, problems if they get COVID and not recovering and they're called long haulers and it's because their immune system went haywire or some other thing. So there's nothing simple about the body. Always amazes me. People are who are religious and say that, you know, the, the universe is so complex, but they, they then think the body can adhere and that 8 billion bodies, 8 billion different bodies can all adhere to this simple formula, calories in, calories out. Anyway, um, so I, I feel sorry for people. It's been a mistake um, at this point. The only reason to even know the word calorie is for beverages. And that is something that no one wants to talk about. It's all about good food and bad food and eat this and don't eat that. Da, 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 da. But really, so many people, the calories are coming from beverages such as soda and sports drinks and, of course, beer and wine and other spirits. So, yes, every other container and listing, they should rip off the calories and simply tell you how many bites to eat and what does this particular food do in terms of uh, part of a meal? Where should it go? What does it buffer? I bet you don't know that word. You'll have to go to 80 Bites the Dancer's Diet to understand how foods buffer one another if you're not manipulating them to save calories or eat healthy or whatever. So, it's really easy for everyone to fix the weight issue, and they're going to have to. Um, once this COVID is over and we're uh, facing a much bigger crisis, the obesity one, everyone's going to have to lose weight, and we're going to have mandatory waistline measurement the way they do in Japan since 2008. 
Um, and everyone should then hate CNN because I can remember when it was announced and it was, I was watching CNN and the two anchors ridiculed it, ridiculed it, right? Instead of saying, you know, that's a good idea. I guess we should do it here. But of course now in Japan, they have 3% obesity and we have over 50. Um, if you, you read something that says 42%, which may come from the CDC, even though uh, yesterday Dr. Redfield, who was head of the CDC, said it was a third uh, contradicting um, their actual statistics. But anyway, um, we all know that they've played around with the BMI to keep the, the percentages lower than they are. But then they released the diabetes statistics and they proved that, uh, yes, half the country's obese and um, at least. So anyway, okay, so... Eat less, move more is wrong. Everybody now is beginning to say that. And um, the next step is to do the opposite, which is to stop thinking about eating fewer calories and start thinking about eating less quantity. And it'll take some training, but you're working with your body because... If you do not keep expanding your stomach, your hormones will start to support you. You won't be as hungry. You're going to have to go through periods where you're going to have to bite the bullet, shall we say. But the fact is, if you do what we published as diet directives, and uh, this has now been republished on Amazon because people want to read it. They were recognizing now it was right in 2000. And then, of course, we have 80 Bites the Dancer's Diet, which is uh, on our website. And we have 80 Bites where you have full support, right? So that's the only difference between the two. But anyway, whatever it is, um, you have the tools, you have the 80 Bites app to see how much you're actually eating. Maybe you'll find out you're not overeating. Good. Then you have to figure out why are you fat? And that can come down to maybe medications, maybe beverages, maybe just that your body is being um, fed um, too often. You know, I don't really know what you can diagnose um, with such a complex problem, but eventually you will figure it out because you have to. And uh, once you get these crazy calorie things out of your head and stop looking at them when you're on that bike or treadmill and stop pretending that you can control something you've never even seen. And mostly just start eating exactly what you want. Exactly. Because that's going to relieve all of the dissatisfaction and the guilt and all the other things that leads to binging. Now you probably know that we used to have two eating disorders, anorexia and bulimia. Well, now we have two more, orthorexia, which is uh, someone so nuts about health that they barely can put a bite in their mouth without having an anxiety attack. And then uh, the uh, latest one, which is called 
B-E-D, binge eating disorder, where you just binge, right? And of course, people forget they binge. So maybe you eat not too much each time you have a meal. Of course, maybe you don't have meals. That's another problem. Because unless you have the right combinations and the food buffers one another and is satisfying, you know, it's just not going to work for you. So all of these things have to be learned. People knew them. They didn't have to learn them because someone like me, my age, I mean, we never heard of calories, certainly didn't hear about gluten, right, or vegan or any of this stuff. We just knew there was food and desserts were fattening. That was it. And, of course, the portions were probably less than half of what people see on a plate today and they don't even think about. Recently, I was watching this show on television about, um, it took place in a tiny town in Illinois. And it was a town of maybe 15,000 people. And they had a diner there that everyone frequented. And there were many different uh, shots in the diner of the people talking about what was the subject of this show. And of course, you could see the people, most of whom were fat. But then you looked at the plates and I thought, oh, this is really hard for the waitress because she had to put her hand underneath the plate, could not touch the sides because the food was spilling over the side of the plate. There was no plate you could see. And apparently no one thought, isn't there too much food on this plate? And the waitress didn't say, I can't really carry this. This is too hard and it's too heavy. No, people just went about it. And it's because they, they just accept it. Just the way people my age and before accepted the fact that you had a small quantity on a plate and most of what you saw was the plate. And a Coca-Cola was six ounces, not 12, and on and on. So, um, just wanted everyone to understand why that they're now saying it doesn't work, that number one, of course, they're absolutely right, and number two, why? And the why is going to bring you home. The why is going to at least quiet your mind because you must be always thinking you're doing something wrong when really what you're doing is what you've been told. However, what you've been told is wrong. So that's where we are, and we're going to continue until this problem gets fixed, and it will get fixed.